This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blue Wire. Hello and welcome to Unsalvageable, a Utah jazz podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network with me, Sarah Todd, jazz beat reporter for the Deseret News, and as always, my co-host, Greg Foster. You're annoying AF. Yeah, you're co-host. so annoying. I should really I should really find someone better to do this with. It, it would not be hard. <laughs> uh, Greg, the stick to sports folks are not going to like this one. Go listen to another podcast. Yeah. Let me just go on record right now and say that we're not going to stick to sports. No. Ever. And especially when something that um, maybe is not sports related uh, gets talked about by the athletes that I cover and that we talk about, or Mm -hmm. it strikes a chord with them. Whenever there's discourse that is related to the Utah jazz, we are going to talk about those things. And one such thing is happening right now and it is a lot a lot bigger than basketball or anything like that um as many probably know and for those that don't a 10 year old black autistic girl her name uh isabella titchnor uh izzy as she was affectionately referred by those that knew her died by suicide over the weekend 10 years old after what her family has said are continued and ongoing cases of bullying and harassment because she was black and because she was autistic. And we should add ignored. Ignored. Yes. Because her family said that they reported these instances to the school administrators, to the district administrators, and that it went completely unchecked and that nothing was done. Um, And this is bullying and harassment and abuse from not only her peers in school, but also her teacher. And this comes on the heels of a scathing report from the DOJ about that school district, about Davis County uh, School District, that found that there was widespread unchecked uh, racial harassment happening throughout and for four years like yeah. going on over a decade so i don't know if you read that doj report i read portions of it not but all i i did i yeah. i downloaded it i read the entire thing word for word and for those who have not done that let me just tell you the accounts of racism and the examples that were cited in that report were nothing short of like some mississippi burning Like, this is 1960s Selma, Alabama-level racism. Yeah. Perpetuated by not only students, but staff and teachers and ignored by the highest rungs of the Davis County School District. This is nothing short of criminal negligence. 
Right. And then for, you know, on the heels of that investigation to then have a 10 year old. A 10 year old. Uh, Like, I just want to stress that we're talking about a baby here. She I mean, we're talking about a baby, a special needs child who was racially harassed and bullied to the point of dying by suicide. Simply because she was different. Right. Not only by the color of her skin, but her mental abilities, I guess, for lack of a better term. But simply, yes, because she is she, she was different. Right. And so why are we talking about that? today on unsalvageable well donovan mitchell and joe ingles spoke to uh spoke to us local reporters about this case this morning and a a lot of people when we talk to especially donovan a lot of people will be like why are you asking him questions about this stuff right but donovan requested to speak to the media today not the other way around Uh, donovan wanted to sort of expand on the feelings that he shared on social media over the last couple of days. And he did so. And we also spoke to Joe Ingalls and this is a chord that struck very closely to the jazz, not only because this young girl was a black girl and the jazz's work, uh, especially, you know, Donovan Mitchell and other guys on the team, but Donovan being the one that spoke to us today, their work in areas of trying to promote uh, awareness around racial injustice and um, issues of racism, especially in the state of Utah. Mm -hmm. Uh, This also struck a chord because uh, this young girl was autistic and Joe Ingalls has a son that is autistic. Hassan Whiteside's brother is autistic. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's cousin is autistic. These are, there are a lot of guys on this team that are intimately familiar with the challenges that presents for someone and the kind of care that those children and people need. And, yeah. and so uh, listening to their comments this morning, it, listen, this is a, this is a tragic incident, no matter who's talking about it. We're talking about a beautiful 10 year old girl who should absolutely still be with us. And is not. And I just sorry, sorry to interrupt, but this is a thought that just keeps creeping into my mind um, for anyone who's ever had depression or suicidal thoughts. Someone like yours truly. I don't think anybody who really has who hasn't been there can really um, relate fully, but just the sheer amount of mental anguish that it takes to get to a place like that is almost unfathomable. Right. And for a 10 year old child, a child, a baby yeah, to be there is indescribable. It's unacceptable. Yeah. At, at every single possible level to the children that were calling her names all the way up to the highest rungs of government all the way up to spencer j cox governor of the state of utah this is a monumental failure and and izzy's izzy's suicide 
is a microcosm. It is a huge microcosm, but a microcosm of a bigger cultural problem that we have here in Utah. Right. And like, you know, there, there are going to be plenty of people who come out and they're going to say the same things that are said uh, every time something like this happens, that, you know, racism is everywhere. This happens in other places that Utah is not special. It doesn't matter because who we're, gives talk- a shit? we're it's talking still about happening Utah. here. Yeah. We're talking about Utah and it is happening and it should be something that people care about. Now, getting back to, uh, like Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingalls involvement in speaking about this uh, yesterday, Wednesday, Donovan Mitchell uh, tweeted out basically that he was disgusted and that children should be inspired and that we're talking about a 10 year old girl. And this is something that should never happen. He also tweeted out racism is taught in all caps. Now, when he tweeted out racism is taught, he transposed uh, the S and the I in racism uh, a very understandable typo and accident. And rather than focus on like, this is just an example of like how people are ignoring the broader topic and the bigger issue here. So Donovan Mitchell tweets out racism is taught transposes a couple letters. And some of the responses are so is spelling. So is proofreading. Um, there's a, there's a, some other stuff that I honestly, I don't want to repeat. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going it's, through the, the comments right now and losing my mind. And so like, it's understandable that then the next morning, the Donovan is going to want to talk about this. And so I just wanted to share some of the things that happened this morning when we spoke to Donovan and to Joe. First, first Donovan talked to us and I mean, he opened up with a four plus minute monologue about how just tragic and unacceptable this is. He said, quote, it's mind boggling. It's sad. It's flat out disgusting. Bullying in itself is one thing. But on top of that, people were alerted about the situation by the child, by the parents. No one did anything. She's an autistic black girl and our jobs are to inspire and to teach our youth to be better than we are. The fact that as adults, people sat there and let this continue to a point where a 10 year old girl killed herself. That to me doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel right. As a human being, how do you let it get to that point? Especially after being told about it. You can't say that you didn't know. You were told. You were told. And uh, he went on to say that as a prominent Black man in this community and pointed to the fact that there are a lack of those in Utah. A huge lack. That he feels a duty to speak out about issues like this which one is commendable. And I mean, I, you, I feel like you can't respect the guy enough for doing stuff like this. And then secondly is, is so unfair uh, that a 25 year old basketball player feels the need to stand up. Um, I'm sure that he would feel that no matter the, you know, the diversity of Utah, no matter his age, he seems like the kind of person that would stand up for these things, no matter the situation, but it feels like sometimes he's on an Island. Uh, and it seems just really unfair for him. Yeah. I don't really have a whole lot of, uh, things to say outside of things that will probably get me in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Um, regarding the, uh, demographics 
of this state regarding the demographics of the people who hold power in this state. But you're absolutely right. And Donovan's absolutely right. There's a total lack of diversity in, and a, a total lack of outside opinion and dissenting arguments from what we see as mainstream thought and belief in this state. And I, uh, I don't always agree with what Donovan has to say, but I, I give him a lot of props for standing his ground and speaking up um, and not shutting up and dribbling. Yeah. Because he is very aware of his influence. And uh, I think it takes a level of bravest, bravery, especially in a, sp- a, a place like Utah, to do something like this. And I can only encourage more of it. Now, when we talked to Joe, it was, you know, from a little bit of a different angle because obviously Joe is white. Um, and that's not that he can't be empathetic, but Joe's five-year-old son uh, is autistic. And he, he spoke to Izzy uh, Tichnor's mother, Brittany, yesterday. He said he spoke to her for about an hour. And basically he, uh, you know, promised her up and down, like number one, uh, the Ingalls family, the jazz are completely behind their family and will support them in any way that they need to in the immediate future, which is great. Good for them for stepping up and doing that. Um, but he also said that he made a promise to Izzy's mother that he would, he would do everything that he could to make changes locally so that things like this don't continue to happen. And he said that basically it like sort of reignites some fears that Joe has about sending his own son to school because, you know, he, he understands that because of his son's um, lack of awareness about uh, regarding social cues, because uh, the processing time that he needs to be able to communicate his thoughts, that it makes him an easy target for bullies. And, and so you, I'm, I can only imagine the amount of fear that a parent has even, you know, putting their kid into school when they know that there are risks of that. And I mean, every parent I'm sure is fearful of their child being bullied. Yeah. It Um, scares the shit out of me. And then there's got, and then there's added pressure when that, when that child has special needs. And even more added pressure when there is now documented evidence of negligence. Right. And, like, uh, and documented- like where, where do you, where do you turn to? Like, just imagine if you, you are a parent of an autistic child and you read the, the DOJ report right. and you read the headlines involving Izzy, where do you turn? Where do you go? I, d- I don't know. I know that's, a, that's the thing is like, it's such a helpless situation, which is part of the problem. It's the, it's a huge part of the problem. Yeah. And uh, I'll just read some of what, what Joe said today. Also quote, every kid, every adult, everyone deserves to go to work or school and be free and enjoy it and learn. And that's all that Izzy wanted to do. Hearing some of the stories from Brittany, 
And some of the stories that Izzy's friends have told Brittany, it's disgusting because the teacher of that class is still at school. The kids that were bullying her are still at school. And Izzy's family are the only people that are living a different life. That's And that's the thing that's so frustrating. And I will get on my soapbox a little bit about this is that we are seeing zero repercussions from this action. There have been almost zero repercussions from the DOJ report. And we get Spencer Cox sending out tweets saying that like, we have to be better. This is heartbreaking. It starts with you. It starts with people in power. Tweets don't do shit. You have the power to enact change. So do it. Yeah. And, and that, that's the thing. That's why it's so frustrating then to hear Donovan Mitchell say that he's going to do what he can. And then to hear Joe Ingalls say, quote, I'm going to do everything I can for her and her family and make sure that this doesn't happen again. I don't know exactly what that looks like right now. I haven't done a lot of stuff in that type of space, but I promised her that I'm not going to break that. And again, I commend Donovan and Joe for doing this. But honestly, it should not be their jobs. It, it should not be their jobs. That's it's a wonderful, beautiful gesture. Yeah. And I am proud to be a fan and to be covering this team when I see individuals like that. But this is not the space that they should have to be in. That's the thing. It's like, and it's a you know tragedy that it is. And it is a tragedy that the loudest voice that we're hearing about this right now is a from the public and people like you and me and players for the Utah jazz. Right. And then that's the thing is like, as, as proud as you are of these players for speaking out, I think you have to be equally disappointed that somebody else isn't. And, and, and it's even more exacerbated. And again, I'm, I'm not sticking to sports, but we see this, you know, and in the wake of this, we see the complete redistricting of Utah right. and Salt Lake City being split into four different districts, which is just patented gerrymandering, which right. has such a long history of racism. And you want to sit here and you want to say that everybody's voice matters and that you want people to engage in the political process. And then you completely shut down people's voices and votes. Like you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth and you can't continue to play both sides of the fence. Right. And at this point, we can see beyond the bull. If you keep people voiceless, then there's no way to foster a foster change within a community. If exactly, if you keep it insular and closed off and so partisan then how can you foster change? How can you, you know, make these situations better? How can you bring light to these situations when there are so many people that already feel helpless and voiceless, and then they're made to feel even more helpless and voiceless? Yeah. If you truly want to, want to say something like Black Lives Matter, then you need to do something to address black lives being lost in your community again it's like that that should be blanket statement for any person ever all the time a 10 year old is too much yeah and like and to anybody who wants to sit here and say like well there's racism in other places 
cool. That's like saying that because you broke your arm, it's uh, that's somehow diminished because somebody in, I don't know, Boston broke their arm too. Right. It, it doesn't matter because does, it is happening yeah. here. It is happening here and it needs to be addressed here. Right. The same way that it needs to be addressed in Boston or wherever else there is racism. Which is, by all, the way, all that is All that you're telling me when you say something like that is there is a an amount of racism that you are okay with. Right. And I'm sorry, the only tolerable amount of racism... None at all. Is zero. Yeah. I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's, it's hard. It is hard to talk about this subject and to think. It, the thing is, like, I know that we're going to get pushback on this. I don't give a Which is like, it, it's just very annoying to me because, like, there should be no pushback on this subject. Yeah. This, this absolutely, there is no room in my life for anyone who wants to push back on anything that contributed to this girl's death, racism, bullying, harassment, unchecked abuse through the school system, the, the continued racism that goes unchecked within that school district and beyond I have no room for anyone to push back on any of that. My, my only response to that is that there are dozens, hundreds of other basketball podcasts. Go listen to that. There are dozens of other Utah jazz podcasts. Go listen to them. Yep. You know what? I think let's, we're just going to keep it at that today. I think that. If anybody wants to do anything, uh, there are plenty of resources and we will link to them in the show notes where you can reach out to the Davis School District and demand change. And I'm sure that there will be more opportunities for things like that in the future. We will keep you apprised of those. We're going to come back later on in the week and we'll actually talk, talk some Utah Jazz basketball. But today we just ask everyone to keep... Uh, Izzy and her family in your thoughts and to be better. I think we can say at this point that it is pretty apparent that those in power are not going to do what's necessary. Right. I think we have enough evidence to be able to come to that conclusion. Therefore, the responsibility uh, is going to, like everything else in this country, it is going to be uh, the responsibility of the individual. Right. And it's going to be as individual and granular as possible. So therefore, if you are listening to this podcast, I am going to challenge you that it is not enough to simply say racism is bad anymore. It is, it is, it is imperative to be anti-racist, to call it out when you see it Yeah. at every single turn. And it, it, it needs to start on an individual and a community's type basis. And there, that is where we grow. So I am challenging you do everything you can. And maybe through those efforts, we can continue to convince more people and build upon that. But that's where it has to start. It starts with you. <laughs>